a different color jersey and, uh, you know, have some fun on the ball field. This is the first time that we've been able to call you a baseball player and stop, right? How does that feel when you hear that, when you think about that, that you, you know, for the first time in your life, you're a baseball player? Yeah, it feels great. Um, you know, obviously coming to college, playing both, um, you know, really my passion for both sports my whole life, but, you know, knew some point in my life I would have to make a decision, and, and that decision was this summer, and so just really thankful for the opportunity and um, all the experiences uh, I've gotten to um, have this fall and just to be with, you know, this team full-time. And, uh, you know, it's been a pleasure and an honor and, um, you know, just to buy in to the, this coaching staff and and uh, all my teammates. Uh, it's really been, been a special opportunity and, um, you know, it's going to pay off. So really exciting time. I remember this time last year your coaches had laid eyes on you for like three weeks. And so they were like, well, we, you know, we're pretty sure he can play, but, you know, he didn't. We'll see. You know, it's right. one of those things. And then quickly they found out. How much more comfortable do you feel now knowing their expectations, terminology, things like that, than you did last year where you were kind of had one foot in two different buckets? Yeah, it's, it's night and day, honestly. Um, looking back, I don't, I don't know how necessarily I did it. Uh, it's, <laughs> it it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, but just from a, from a health standpoint, um, you know, confidence standpoint, um, it's it's night and day, like I said. And, um, you know, we have a bunch of talented guys on this team. And, you know, each and every day we're, we're fighting for spots to play on the field. And it's making everybody better. Um, just the depth this team has compared to last year and uh, with the transfers and, and the guys, the freshmen last year and, and uh, the new freshmen coming in this year. Um, this is the most depth I've ever played with on the team. And um, it's just really exciting because, you know, everybody's pushing each other every day and everybody's fighting for a spot. And, um, you know, that's what that's what good, good teams are made of, full of great people and great players um, that push each other. Do you feel like you have more time or is your time being allocated differently? What what better describes the way you've been able to or had to manage your time in the last few months? Yeah, well, I'm just pouring all my time into one bucket now. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, you know, it's really going to pay off and just really excited to get out here and, and uh, start playing February 16th. Visiting with Will Taylor here on the program. Uh, you, the, the big three, you, Cam, Blake, Coach Backage said they're going to be in the lineup. No doubt. Probably going to be the top three hitters in the order. Um, with so many spots up for grabs, it's got to make you feel nice that there's a, there's a level of confidence and there, there is a level of accountability there to like, hey, we got to lead this thing. We got to be the ones that sort of show these young guys, these inexperienced guys, these new faces to our program. We got to show them the way a little bit. Right. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, our double celebration is pulling the rope. And we do that because we're all pulling the rope together. We're all pulling in the same direction. And, um, you know, it doesn't matter who's in the lineup. Uh, we're all pulling the rope together. We're all in it together. We're in, we're in it for for one reason, is that, and that's to win. Uh, we, we have fun with each other, push each other, and, um, you know, just, just you know, some of the leaders, some of the older guys, some of the more veteran guys on the team, just bringing these younger guys and the, and the transfers along with us and showing them the ways, and, um, you know, they're catching on quick. So uh, it's very exciting to see the young talent and the older talent um, just go out there and compete together. And, um, you know, we have a very, very talented team, but full, full of great guys, first of all, um, and that's what, that's what it's all about. Um, you know, great, great people make good players. Um, and when you got both, uh, then it, then it's going to make a special team. So really excited, um, like I said, to get out here and, and see what we got. 
How do you feel like a different or better player this year than you did maybe going into last season? Yeah, really just devoting my time uh, to this sport. I mean, it's it's a sport of failure, so you're going to have your ups and downs. And, um, you know, it's hard enough just playing one sport in college, but when you're playing two sports, it's, you know, extra hard. And when you're, when you're not healthy, trying to play two sports is triple hard. Um, so now that, now that I'm, you know, I'm healthy and, and, and really just devoted my time to, to this sport, um, you know, just continuing to grow my confidence and um, just knowledge of the game, uh, just, just really getting more reps. Uh, that's the thing that uh, I felt like I've been missing in the past and um, just have, have caught up on a lot of reps this fall and, and this preseason. So, um, yeah, that's, that's the main thing that was a, that was focused on for me. And um, really everybody this, this fall was just reps because the more reps, the better you get. Tell us a little bit about Cam and Blake. Where have they grown as you've sort of been able to be side-by-side side watching them as they've sort of matured through the fall and then here in the preseason? Yeah, both those guys, um, veteran guys. I mean, Cam, even, you know, he's a sophomore, but uh, I feel like he's been been playing here a long time, just just the way he acts, just the way he plays. Um, but, but Blake, you know, just a veteran guy, senior, leader, um, one of the best leaders I've ever, ever been around, and uh, just his ability to impact the people around him, motivate us, encourage us. Um, it's what you want in a senior leader, and uh, and that's what we got in Blake Wright, and um, one of the best, you know, baseball players I've ever been around, both of them actually, but um, and NKM, you know, being outfield, being the outfield with them, um, one of the best all-around athletes I've ever played with, all sports. Uh, just a special guy, a special young man. Um, and both those guys are going to be big for us. Uh, all three of us need to lead, need to set examples, and, and pull these younger guys along with us. So really excited to see what we got this season and, um, and get it rolling. Give me one or two names of younger players that have really impressed you since they got on campus that are going to make an impact on this team. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could list more than just two. Um, but, you know, a couple position players, um, Jaron Purify, and um, Devin Parks, uh, just being with them every day, um, you know, not with the pitchers a whole lot. Um, you know, Aiden Kanak, um, a couple of those guys, um, they don't play like freshmen. Uh, and it, it's probably, you know, since I've been here, the most the, the most talented uh, freshman group of guys that, that has been here since I've been here. Um, just guys flying around, super athletic, even the pitchers, super athletic. Um, just knowing the game of baseball and very good at it. Um, like Devin Parks, Jaron Purify, like those guys are flying out, making singles into doubles, doubles into triples, putting the barrel on the ball all the time, hitting the ball hard, making plays. It's exciting to watch. And, you know, hopefully they can help us out this year. And if not this year, then absolutely in the future, those guys are going to be all-stars. Those guys are going to be big leaguers. Uh, and it's exciting to watch because – um, you know, I've always been kind of a younger guy, but now that I'm um, kind of one of the older position players, it's it's encouraging to see that and to see the passion they play with. You're an in-state guy. You grew up with a knowledge of Clemson baseball and what it means. And I'm, I was struck by just sort of thinking about some things this morning, like the third year that Jeff Schaus had, the third year that Tyler Colvin had, uh, the third year that Steven Duggar had, and sort of that. And it, your body type, skill set, to me, very similar to those guys. 
what can you say about that? I mean, there's some there's some expectation that comes with like this is a I mean, what do you call it? A money year, a draft year, whatever the case may be. Like this is where Clemson outfielders start to really make an impact on things. Yeah, well, it's exciting to hear, and um, obviously, you know, big year. People call it the draft year, but uh, you know, my mindset is just helping this team as much as possible, helping contribute to this team and being a great teammate before anything else. Because if you do that, uh, the longer you'll play, and then and then everything will take care of that after that. So. Um, just focus on being a great leader, a great teammate, obviously a great player. And, you know, our, our number one goal as a team is to be the best team in the country at, at getting better every day. Um, and if we do that, get better every day, be the best team in the country at that, then we, we will be where we want to be at the end of the year. And uh, that's what Coach Backage preaches to us every day, is just to be the best team in the country at getting better. And, you know, we got to put our mindset to that, block all the distractions out. We were talking about our team meeting, block all the distractions out, whether it's draft, whether it's social media, anything that could distract us from our goals. Um, you know, just blocking that noise out and sticking, sticking with each other and holding each other accountable. And that's something that uh, we do very well here. And it starts from the top with Coach Backage and, all, and, and the whole staff. Uh, visiting with Will Taylor here on the program, one of the uh, one of the things I want to ask you about, you were talking about your contributions to the program and sort of the selflessness of it. Um, your coach has now told the story several times. He's told it twice on there with us about you giving up your scholarship this year. And you know, because it's a non-equivalency sport, that scholarship money is precious for coaches and for players, and it's hard to come by because of the 11.7 and the 35 or 40 guys. Um, what went into that decision – to sacrifice that money that even if you don't need it necessarily, depending on your economic situation, it still is sort of a symbol, a status, if you will, that you've got scholarship money, yet you're foregoing that this year. What what went into that decision? Yeah, well, you know, ever since high school, um, I, you know, coming out my senior year, uh, entering into college, uh, I've kind of taken the money equation out of it, um, you know, my, my my parents have told me that money's not everything in life, and although it's important to have, it, it doesn't make you happy, and 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 everything is not about money. So, um, just really carrying that mindset, and it's it's more about for me right now the opportunity that's at hand, and and this opportunity to 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 be a full-time baseball player is is um, you know the best opportunity for me, and um, you know that's what that's what I decided to do, and. Um, you know, what a great time it is to be a Clemson baseball player and to, to um, you know, be a player for somebody like Coach Backage and this whole staff. Um, just not sure if there's a better opportunity in the country to be here at this time um, because, um, you know, the time is now for this program. And, and, and we had, you know, a great year last year, although, you know, we had, we had some low expectations, I felt like. Um, mm. And... You know, most people think that we had a pretty good year last year, and we did, but that we didn't finish up where we wanted to be. And, um, you know, we're trying to get back to where we want to go, uh, and that's deep in the postseason. That's Omaha. So we can't get there until we take care of February 16th first, February, March, April, May, um, and then June will be here before we know it. And, um, you know, if we, if, we, if we took care of our business for the couple of months before June, uh, we'll we'll be right there in the thick of things. So, 
couple more uh, questions for you. Will Taylor join the program here? You know, you you sort of framed the expectation game as like externally there weren't a lot of expectations last year. You guys had higher expectations of yourself. That's a certain kind of noise, right, that there's negativity and you can set the bar lower. Now you've sort of got the other side where there are folks putting you in the top ten and things like that. And I know the staff does a really good job of making sure you're blocking out all the noise, not just the good or the bad or anything like that. Does it feel a little different, though, that now sort of the external stuff is matching what you guys feel about yourselves and the expectations you put on yourselves internally heading into this season? Yeah, well, I would just say it's just giving us a little confidence, uh, mm-hmm. which is which is very important in the, in the game of baseball. Um, not cocky, but confidence. Uh, there's a difference, and we talk about it all the time, just the way we walk up to the plate, the way we do things, the way we take the field, the way we practice uh, is confidence, and, and that's everything. And so, uh, you know, when we see those preseason rankings, top ten rankings, um, it's not everything, but it's like, all right, maybe these guys are – Maybe these guys are catching on, and they're finally getting the, the message that we're trying to send out because that wasn't us last year. That wasn't us when we were on our winning streak. We weren't in the top ten. Um, but we knew we were top ten team easily, um, and we believed it, and that's why we played like we did, and that's why we had this the, the month of May that we did. And, um, you know, we weren't listening to any outside noise. We were just focused on ourselves, all pulling the rope together, all playing together, all supporting each other. And, um, you know, that's what made our team so special last year. So um, just being able to do that and, you know, hopefully, um, you know, leaders will step up and, and, and get that going again this year, hopefully a little earlier than we did last year. Um, but, yeah, that's what, that's what made our team special last year. All right, last question for you. You did give up money to come to Clemson. You said you wanted the full college experience. And it's not over by any means. There's still a lot more that's on the table for you. Was that a good decision? Have you enjoyed your Clemson experience so far with all the twists and turns it has taken? Yes, absolutely. Would not trade it for the world. Um, you know, people people call me crazy coming out of high school, and I, I could totally see that. But for me, I wanted something more than money. I wanted something more. Uh, I wanted to, to play football and baseball. I wanted to get the full college experience. I wanted to grow as a man, grow as a person, grow as a leader, grow, grow in my faith, and, and that's everything I got here at Clemson. Um, just being here with with Coach Backage and 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 Coach Sweeney, um, there was no better opportunity in the country that I could have gone um, that was better than Clemson. And um, I realized that early on in my career. And um, you know, I set goals every year, and that was that was a goal of mine. That was a dream of mine. And so then I've now that I've gotten to experience a little bit of both, um, you know, like I said, I knew I had to pick one. And so uh, pursuing baseball full time has been a blessing. Um, and uh, you know, I've enjoyed every second of it. Outstanding. Will, always good to visit with you. Appreciate the time. Best of luck. I know you're chomping at the bit to get out there in nine days in front of the fans, and we're chomping at the to be here uh, cheering you on and calling your game. So thanks very much, man. Yep, thank you. All right, we'll be back. Hour two of the program continues live from Clemson right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to MyMoneyIsSafe.com. 
For over 36 years, Little John Portable Toilets has proudly served the upstate. From construction to special events, Little John Portable Toilets has you covered with worry-free toilet service, delivered, cleaned, and sanitized, serving the upstate and further when possible. Portable toilets, handicap, hand wash stations, holding tanks, executive restroom trailers. And if you have a question, we have a live person to talk with. Little John, family owned and operated. 800-499-5667 and at littlejohntoilets.com. When it's time to replace your roof, there are so many things to consider. From the type of roof you have to the many types and styles of shingles, Gillstrap Roofing understands how each part of a roofing system works together to give you a beautiful and watertight barrier. Don't trust the one thing that really protects your home to just anyone. Gillstrap Roofing has been covering the upstate for four generations. Proven, experienced roofers for your home or business. Gillstrap Roofing, 269-1232. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, your favorite drafts are poured at a frosty 29 degrees, and rare barrel-aged whiskeys are served just the way you want them. It's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Get wings the way you want them. Try Twin Peaks wings bone-in breaded, naked, smoked and grilled, or boneless in your favorite saucer rub. Tired of cutting your neighbor's grass or passing by distressed properties in your neighborhood? Well, wish no more. At Samuel Property Group, we specialize in transforming these overgrown, rundown properties and offer cash for them in as little as 10 days without the MLS. We buy properties every day, no matter the condition. So if you're ready to turn an eyesore into a neighborhood gym, visit SamuelPropertyGroup.com and fill out our contact form and we'll handle the rest. That's SamuelPropertyGroup.com ebay motors is here for the ride go ahead feel your engine admire that perfectly installed exhaust your vehicle's moving along this freeway like it was made from fresh installs and a whole lot of love with ebay motors you get over 122 million parts to keep it running and with ebay guaranteed fit they'll be the perfect fit every time plus at these prices well we're burning rubber not cash Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm Eddie Bennett. Bennett Equipment is your premier independent local construction equipment rental and sales source. With three locations in the upstate and one in North Georgia, our Takeuchi lineup of track loaders, excavators, and wheel loaders, and full line of attachments are ready to make your jobs easy. So don't settle for less. Choose the best with Bennett and Takeuchi. Proudly supplying equipment in our region for 24 years. When you need equipment in the upstate or north Georgia, buy it or rent it from Bennett. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, we can help you get back on the road. Get in zone. So what if I need a new one? No problem. We have the right battery for your car, starting at only $89.99. Get in zone. And what about my old battery? We can recycle it right here at America's number one battery destination. Get in zone, auto zone. Restrictions apply. Commercials, snacks, prop bets, Taylor Swift, and everything else that goes into this year's Super Bowl. Whether you're a diehard football fan or just here for the epic commercials, the big game is the event to watch. Game day essentials. Friends, snacks, and good vibes. We've got you covered up to the big game. We are the roar.
Hour two continues out of bounds. Williams Walkenbush and Ben Milstead right here in Duck Moore Stadium and back in the Upcountry Fiber Studios. What a great sequence of interviews right there. Uh, we had uh, pitching coach Jimmy Bellinger. We had head coach Eric Backich. We had uh, closer Rob Hughes. And we had left fielder Will Taylor. We'll be saying more about that, more about Clemson, North Carolina men's basketball. We've got a couple segments if you want to call us. You can get in on the phones. 654-ROAR is the number. We've got one interview. Uh, Brad Owens is coming through here uh, in just a little bit. First, though, I want to tell you about Tiger Express Wash here in Clemson or in Easley or in Pendleton. It is a great opportunity for you to get your car washed. I mean, that's that's just the bottom line. Um, we could frill it up, but uh, I'm, I'm inspired by Jimmy Bellinger that you're just trying to get your car washed. I mean, it's very simple. But they do a simple thing like get your car washed. They do it in a neat way because you've got a personal touch uh, at the beginning where they, you know, you've got three or four scrubbers sometimes who are making sure that all those hard-to-reach stains get off your car before you ever go into the car wash. Then you come out, you've got the vacuuming stations, have everything you need. You've just got that personal touch. The price point is tremendous. Um, and, look, uh, you, you're not going to find a better spot. These are locally owned and operated uh, places, and it's a local company with local people who are active in our community, um, big fans of the way they do things at Tiger Express Wash. Go by and see them in their locations at Clemson or Easley or in Pendleton. Uh, ben, I've, I've jotted down some things um, in our – this is the, really the bulk of the baseball interviews today are done. Um, what has stood out to you as you've kind of heard uh, some of the conversation today, some of the things that we've heard from a couple coaches and a couple players? What are some of the high points that have come across to you as you're listening? Uh, you, you know, number one – it feels like – let me start over. If Rob Hughes and Will Taylor are not really just solid humans, first and foremost, uh, they do a great job of, uh, of, of faking it. Uh, never yes. mind how good they are on the diamond. I mean, really, they did – what well-spoken young men. And uh, you, you can also tell that they've been in a college program for a while. You know, the other thing is, and correct me if I'm wrong, I sense more calmness this season, this year versus this time last year. Yes, I think that's true. I think there is a self-assuredness about this group that is drawn from the work that they've put in. And you could really hear that from Will Taylor, the the confidence piece. Rob Hughes said it too, um, but I really got the sense that Will Taylor, in particular himself, that he's got more confidence in himself because of the work that he's been able to put in as a full-time baseball player. And you can tell that, you know, I was actually – I was talking off-air um, with, with Coach Bellinger, and one of the things that uh, – I mean, you, you could look at it two ways. Either you've got a bunch of options or you'd rather have better options or more solid options. The reality is they love the options that they have. I mean, Eric Back just kind of chuckled when I asked him that question about who are your options. And the reason that they can be so confident that they're going to have the pieces in place regardless of who they are and, you know, guys maybe take a half step down or take a half step up or a guy gets an opportunity and gets hurt or doesn't do as well and somebody else gets the opportunity. The work that they've put in and the time that they've spent, there's a level of self-assuredness that comes with that. And you could feel it last year, certainly – um, but you can also feel it this year, I think, even more because they've seen the proof in the pudding. Like, there's one thing to do work without knowing what the results are. That's, that's faith. 
what they're doing right now is faith by sight, that they're, that they're working on things that they saw, either uh, players that came before them in the case of young guys or the players themselves. They know that the things that this staff is asking them to do and the way they approach their training and the way they approach training and conditioning in the offseason, that it is going to – uh, it is going to produce fruit, that there are going to be benefits to that process. And so, yeah, I mean, what the rotation looks like, I mean, they don't know. Um, they've got, you heard, six candidates for three spots, and they're going to let them continue to compete through this weekend, and then we'll um, we'll kind of find out. And then there are 13 or 14 guys. I mean, Eric, think about what Eric Backage said in terms of the math here. He said, we've got 12 or 13 pitchers that need to pitch. We've got 13 or 14 guys that need to play um, that we know we've got to get at bats and innings for. That is like 25 to 27 players out of 35 that have the potential to be on partial scholarship and then 40 generally in your organization. That is a tremendous amount of pieces that have proven themselves worthy of getting innings at bats, uh, you know, chances in the field, what have you. So, Ben, I, I totally agree that there is a, again, there's a self-assuredness that comes from having known the work that you've put in and known the opportunities in front of you and knowing that there's great competition, that they know that regardless of who the nine are, there's going to be a good nine. Regardless of who the three are that take the ball on the mound to start, it's going to be a good three. And regardless of how they get to the back end, the back end's going to, going to handle its business. And I don't think you can necessarily say that last year because everything was so new. Is that... I mean, I just sense it being very different and specific this year, and I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you picked up on that. Uh, yeah, very much so. Again, just uh, more calmness, uh, and you know, got to think this time last year, nobody knew anybody, right? I mean, you, you kind of did, but you really didn't in terms of players and coaches. Uh, so they they have to feel a whole lot better this year. You know, at the yeah, same time, I agree. There's they have some productivity they've got to replace in that lineup though uh so it's not you know it's not as if they have the exact same team as last year it's not the case i mean i still i still think there's quite a few questions but it sounds like they have potential answers yeah that's that's the thing i mean when you look at who they lost uh they lost three all conference pieces including a two-way all conference piece in uh, in Caden Grice, they lost Billy Amick to the portal. They lost Cooper Engel to the draft. Like they, they there are going to be some guys. I mean, Riley Bertram's not there at second base. In fact, um, Eric Backett said it uh, right at the end of the interview that uh, Bertram is on the coaching staff at Xavier now. Uh, we knew he was going to be a coach. I, I'll admit I didn't know it was going to happen quite uh, quite that soon. You lose your middle infield, Benjamin Blackwell, who uh, a couple years starter there, not going to be there. So it's not as if you lost everything uh, it's not as if you lost nothing um but you lost two-thirds of your starters in the position player side you lost a third of your innings um including Caden Grice who was arguably your best pitcher and your most important pitcher um down the stretch so there is some replacing to be done there is some growth to be done but ultimately they feel like they've got the pieces here to be able to make it work and I I love, and I've, I've gotten this every time we've talked to Coach Baggage and every time he's spent time with the media or done any of these preseason interviews, that basically there's a group of young players that could do it, there's a group of old players that can do it, and they're not picky. They are not choosy about who takes those spots. Um, they are going to let the freshmen have leash if they earn it. Uh, they are going to let the, the older players, the transfers, have leash if they earn it. And um, there just appears to be there appears to be more competition. I mean, 
last year uh, you lose Ryan Ammons in the back end of your bullpen and things kind of fell apart there for a minute and they had to pick up the pieces and figure it out until Ammons came back and he was in the rotation I guess first and then uh, went into the bullpen but you didn't really have options there uh, you knew about Ammons you didn't know about everything else but you discovered them, some things about Ethan Darden you discovered some things about Austin Gordon not to say that the that the arrow was pointing up for those guys the entire time but you discovered some things about Tristan Smith and you discovered some things about Reed Garris and and those are all things that you put in the bank and then you try to build on this year. You know, another thing, Ben, that I'm that I'm noticing is the quality of at bats. Like when you talk about this lineup, and I I think it came across um, like from the audio, but the the reaction from Jimmy Bellinger and the reaction from Rob Hughes when I brought up these lineups and the the guys that the pitchers are having to face. We knew that it was going to be competitive. We knew that the that the coaching staff was going to be um, certainly trying to preach that competitive approach and the, the the plate decisions, as they call them, making good plate decisions. But when you see the look in their eye, when you're sitting across them, you see the look in their eye, you realize that this, this lineup is going to be a problem because they're going to be hard to get out. They're going to be hard to strike out. And, Ben, if you're a Clemson fan, you got to feel awfully good about that that that's the kind of lineup you're going to be putting out there this year. Oh, I mean, without a doubt. And I you know, I, I think there's a lot of excitement around the program as a result because of, of guys like that. Um, I mean, there's a lot to be excited about. Last year it was nervous anticipation, and now I think uh, it's more, okay, can we build on what you did last year? And you feel like there's a little bit of substance behind your optimism. That's right. I love the uh, inclusion of Jimmy Obertop in this um, as somebody who's just hitting the cover off the ball. That's one of your. That's the the Michigan transfer that's going to be doing a lot of catching and maybe a little um, a little first base, a little DH as well. But there are a lot of newcomers that are going to factor into the mix here for uh, for Clemson for sure. Um, one thing I got from Will Taylor, and I you know we've heard that story about him giving up his scholarship, and you know I was thinking about this like. Comes from a good family, good parents, raised in a in a in a very good way. We know that, but on the other hand, I mean, you, your parents aren't making that decision for you. Um, this is a guy who freely gave up his scholarship in a in a free will choice, and you know, economically, it probably made some sense for him to do that. But he gave up the validation that comes from that. It's not just about money with scholarships; it's about validation, and. I just, I don't know. I, You could see him, he's a little more free, it felt like, um, just being in baseball. I think he probably knew at some point this was going to be his lot in life. I don't know if his master plan was to do two years of football and then see what happened with baseball. I don't know if he had that uh, in his mind when he started. I probably should have asked him that as a follow-up. But um, he just seemed very free. And not that he ever seemed not free. I mean, he's always he's always been a very confident person. But you can tell that there is a there is an inner drive that he's now spending time with baseball and he's doing nothing but baseball and baseball you can tell that baseball is getting his best and you know without I don't want to disrespect him in any way but it's it's hard to give baseball your best when you're also trying to give football your best yeah and, and you know, oh, sorry go ahead no I was gonna say that came across today in a way that I'm not sure I was expecting. When you're an incoming freshman and you are faced with the possibility of playing two sports in Division One, 
you're all about it, right? I mean, that sounds great. When you get a couple of years in and you've had a scary injury and you start looking ahead to your future, I would imagine it's a lot easier at that point to start thinking about long-term. And, okay, you know, fun time's over. My future is not in football. My future is in baseball. And really focusing on that. And I, I think that's maybe where where Will Taylor finds himself right now. I agree. And, uh, boy, I, I am jacked up to see him uh, try to make that third-year leap as a junior. Um, and, uh, boy, be the next great corner outfielder as a junior to take the field for the Tigers. I, I just think he's – I think he's raring to go for that. Um, speaking of raring to go, uh, let's talk about Toyota Beasley for a second. Um Toyota, I like if you're if you've got a, a Toyota, um, then I applaud you. If you don't, uh, just think about it. Think about if you're concerned about your car getting you somewhere. Uh, chances are you probably are. You, you probably are, or you will be. If you got a Toyota, uh, you're not gonna have to worry about that. Especially if you have a relationship with Toyota Beasley. ToyotaBeasley.com is a website. Uh, you can go there, start the process now. They, they don't want to just sell you a car and have you go on your way. They want to be a part of your life. They want you to, to use their service department, and why wouldn't you? Uh, if you want to trade, uh, if you want to refinance, they could do all that for you too at Toyota Beasley. they got a great sales staff, great ownership there, and, again, a great service department at Toyota Beasley and ToyotaBeasley.com. They're on Highway 123. That's Toyota Beasley where their name means a great deal. More on the baseball front and back to Clemson, North Carolina, and ACC hoops. Big night last night. We'll continue to talk about it live from campus right after this. WCCPFM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. Clemson softball's ready to hit the field for the 2024 season, and the Roar has you covered for their first tournament of the year. We'll have three games live on the Roar Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday morning. Every broadcast will be available as well on ClemsonTigers.com. As we await the Tigers' debut in McWherter Stadium this spring, be sure to catch the debut of the 2024 Clemson softball team right here on The Roar, where every day is game day. I'm Rick Davis with the Davis Law Group. I'm a proud Clemson alumni from the class of 1981. When folks come to see us, they've generally got a problem of some sort. And we start out by listening. That's what makes the Davis Law Group different. Whether it be a work-related injury, a problem dealing with an insurance company, or a family law issue, you are going to end up having to deal with the judicial system. And it is a journey. So what we try to do is help you find a path forward through that system in a way that you will have a fair result. Contact us today at davis.law. We'll be glad to help. Samantha Porter, environmental educator, ready to encourage you. Pizza boxes, shipping and packaging boxes, appliance boxes are all examples of cardboard that is easy to recycle. Did you know that every school in Anderson County recycles their cardboard? And you can too. Did you know that cardboard generates the most recycling dollars which allows our convenience centers to remain open and free to our residents? Anderson County Solid Waste is here to serve and help. 260-1001. A leg and thigh dinner from Bojangles for just $5.99. Sounds like a New Year's resolution. It won't last long, so hurry in and get more flavor this year at Bojangles. It's Bo time. Looking for a job with a company that's focused on family? Glen Raven's Anderson Plant, maker of high-quality Sunbrella products, is hiring now. As a family-run company offering competitive hourly rates to help you support your family, you'll enjoy premium benefits, including a pension program and much more. 
You'll qualify for a $1,500 sign-on bonus. And once you're hired, if you refer someone who gets hired, you'll get a $2,000 referral bonus too. If you're experienced or willing to be trained, apply today at join.sumbrella.com. Medicare. If you're about to turn 65, you're being absolutely bombarded with messages. Your mailbox is beyond full, and Joe Namath tells you every single day to get the benefits you deserve. How do you make sense of it all? It's confusing, frustrating, and even overwhelming. But it doesn't have to be. The decisions that you make today could affect you for the rest of your life. So let's make sure 